Family devotions can be pretty rough sometimes, can't they? Do you ever feel like you've failed when it comes to consistently teaching the Word of God to your kids? Hey, Mama, you are not alone. Welcome to Episode 2 of the Family Bible Connection Podcast with Laurie Christine. Do you want your kids to know the Bible and grow in their love for God and others? Do you want to prepare your kids to go into the world as passionate followers of Jesus? Then the Family Bible Connection is for you. I'm your host, Laurie Christine. Through interviews, instruction, and inspiration, I will help you connect with your kids and create a Christ-centered culture in your home. In our last episode, we talked about the importance of teaching the Bible to our children, and we looked at the big why. If you missed that episode, go back and listen to episode one. In this episode, we are going to answer another question. We're going to answer the question, what? What are family devotions and what do they look like? What are some of the barriers and challenges that we face in trying to consistently spend time in God's word together as a family? And what if I've failed? So let's start with the first question. What are family devotions? What are we even talking about when we say family devotions? Family devotions is basically an intentional time with your family to learn about God, to learn about the Bible. Sometimes it's called family Bible time, family quiet time, but basically it's a time when you gather the kids together and you sit down and you spend intentional time learning about God. Now, you could use a number of different resources. You could use a devotional book or a children's story Bible. Um, You could read straight from the Bible itself, straight from Scripture. Just make sure whatever you choose, uh, make sure to choose something that's based on the Bible, based on Scripture, and not just moral character building. Um, If you're wondering what some of the benefits are of spending time together as a family in God's Word, Go back and listen to episode one, and we talk about a biblical basis of why we have a responsibility to teach our kids about God. But also, I just wanted to add in this, that spending intentional time in God's word together as a family gives us an opportunity to connect with our kids' hearts in a way that we would not be able to connect with them otherwise. We're going to be able to have deeper conversations with our kids about spiritual topics, and we can model for our children the importance of spending time in God's Word together. So I know that you have already been thinking about all of the challenges and all of the barriers and all of the excuses to not have this time together with your family. Maybe you feel like you're too busy. Maybe there's not enough time in the day. Maybe it's just not a priority in your family. Um, maybe you don't know where to start or you don't like the resources that you have available to you. Perhaps your kids just aren't interested. Maybe this is something that's important to you, but your kids just don't get it and they just don't want to have anything to do with this. Or maybe your kids are just too wild and crazy to gather them up and sit them down and actually teach them or read them a story from the Bible or anything like that. I can certainly relate to all of those excuses and barriers and challenges at some point or another in our family. Um, We have four young boys. They are ages four, six, eight, and 10. And it is a little crazy in our house sometimes. It can definitely get chaotic. 
you know, sometimes at those evenings when I say, all right, guys, it's time to to sit down and have, have family devotions. And there's one kid running around without any clothes on. And there's one kid wiping boogers on the sofa. And there's another kid beating up his brother. And you get it. I'm sure you have been there. So I understand. Hey, you are not alone in this crazy endeavor. Sometimes we have to push through the chaos to do what we know that God has called us to do. So let me assure you that you are not a failure. Have you ever caught yourself thinking, I know I should be reading the Bible with my kids more often, but, and then you wallow in guilt. Well, guess what? I'm here to help ease some of that guilt for you that you may be feeling, and I want to encourage you. We have all failed in this thing that we call parenting in more ways than just the area of Bible teaching. Did you know that even though the Bible is clear that we have a responsibility to teach our kids about God, if you're not convinced yet, go back and listen to episode one, the Bible does not give explicit instructions on how we are to teach our kids about God. There's no special formula. There's no verse that states you must read exactly one chapter of the Bible with your kids every night before bed. Um, God gives us so much grace in this area. And um, I just want to read a verse from 2 Corinthians 12, 9 that says, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Mamas, hear me on this. This is revolutionary if you understand this. God does not expect us to have it all together. When you feel overwhelmed and you just want to throw your hands up and cry out to God, I can't do this. God looks down at you and smiles and says, yes, you finally get it. You can't do this. You need me every minute of every day. But guess what? God says, guess what? My grace is all you need and my power works best in weakness. So what do you do when you notice a gap between what the Bible says about teaching your children and what is actually taking place in your family? I have come up with five steps that will help you and that will encourage you. So the first step is acknowledge, and they all start with the letter A. So acknowledge the importance of teaching our kids about God. Acknowledge that, yes, this is something that we want to do. This is a, a value that we want to have in our family. Whether it's happening or not, it is something that we realize and acknowledge that it is important. Um, and if you're still listening to this episode, then I'm probably preaching to the choir here. Step two is admit. Admit where we have failed. Admit that the reality you see in your home does not line up with the desires that God has placed in your heart. Without God's strength, we are completely helpless to do what God has asked us to do. But Philippians 2.13 says that God is at work in your life and he will give you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. I love that. Even if we don't even desire to do what he wants us to do, that he can transform our hearts and we can ask him, God, help me to have the desire to do what you want me to do. The third step is to ask. Ask God for grace and wisdom to teach your children the truth of God's word and to model for them the depths of God's love. James 1, 5, and 6 tells us that God promises to give us wisdom when we ask for it. And then step four is to act. 
Start small. Start by reading one verse with your kids every day for a week. It can be the same verse every day. Write it out on a three by five card and read it at breakfast before your kids go off to school in the morning. If you've never opened the Bible with your children or read a Bible story to them before, keep on listening to this podcast. In future episodes, I will go into more depth on how to get started with family devotions, as well as tips to help you make it fun for your kids. And lastly, step five, accomplish. Trust God to accomplish his purposes in the hearts of your children. Even though we do have a responsibility to teach and train our children, God is not limited by our shortcomings. He's not limited by our weakness. God chooses to use imperfect people like you and like me to do his work in our children. Okay, I gave you five steps, but here is one more bonus, and that is assurance. The following Bible verses will give you further assurance as you continue to trust God to work in the hearts of your children. You can find copies of these verses in the show notes if you want to scroll down and read along, and I am reading them from the New Living Translation of the Bible. 1 Corinthians 3, 5, and 7 says, After all, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believe the good news. Each of us did the work that the Lord gave us. I planted the seeds in your hearts and Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. Philippians 2.13 says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Hebrews 4.15 and 16 says, This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings that we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. And lastly, James 1 verse 5 says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Now, each episode, I like to end with a practical challenge for you guys. So here is my challenge for you this week. If you've never had a consistent family devotional time or consistent Bible time with your kids, start small. Do one thing this week. Choose one thing that you'd like to do. You can start by reading one verse a day. As I said earlier, write it down on a three by five card and read that one verse every morning before breakfast. You might even be surprised by the end of the week, your kids might even have it memorized. Another option, pull that children's storybook Bible off the shelf, dust it off and read one story this week, just one story. And then next week, try reading one more story. Um, So start small. If you would like further help in Getting started, you can go to my website, familybibleconnection.com, and you can download the free ebook right at the top of the page. And everything we have been talking about in this podcast is included in this free resource, as well as a list of some of my favorite resources for family Bible study. I also have a lot of other free resources on my website to help you create a Christ-centered culture in your home. So feel free to check it out at familybibleconnection.com. So my closing Bible verse for this week is 1 Corinthians 15, 58. 
It says this, So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. And each week I always close um, these episodes in prayer. And I'm praying in the first person so that you can make this a prayer for yourself and for your own children. You can find a copy of this prayer in the show notes. Lord, I know that you want me to teach my kids about you, but I fall short so many times. Thank you for your grace that is new every morning and your strength that works best in my weakness. Please fill me with a desire for your word so that my passion overflows into the lives of my children. You have promised that nothing I do for you will be wasted. Please bless my efforts and use me to lead my children closer to you. Amen. I'd like to tell you about a free book that I have available for you to download. And I mentioned it earlier, but I just want to explain a little bit more. It's called How to Engage Your Kids in Family Devotions. If you need some fresh inspiration to help your kids engage with family Bible times, this is a practical resource to help you get started. You can find this free ebook on my website, familybibleconnection.com. And just click on the bar at the top that says free ebook. Thank you so much for joining me for episode two of the Family Bible Connection with Laurie Christine, where I will help you connect with your kids so that you can help them connect with Jesus. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show, leave a review in iTunes, and then share this episode with a friend. If you would like to read a blog version of this episode or download free resources to help you create a Christ-centered culture in your home, go to familybibleconnection.com.